You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. Lead in drinking water, gasoline and exhaust from cars, pesticides in our food and chemicals that we spray daily to clean our homes. These are just a few examples of toxic substances that can hurt you and your family. By reducing your exposure to these toxicants, you can considerably reduce the risk of harmful health effects and possibly disease. Today, we have Dr. Joe Nusma. He is a chief toxicologist and CEO of Superior Toxicology and Wellness. It's an international scientific consulting firm. He is here to talk about the five toxic substances everyone should be tested for and why. Welcome here, Dr. Nusma. Hi, Dr. Suzanne. Glad to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Absolutely. So let's first start by saying, what is a toxicologist? A toxicologist is really a mix of lots of different sciences, from pharmacology to pathology to physiology to biochemistry. A good toxicologist has understanding of all of those sciences so that they can apply all of the sciences to deal with substances that should not be in your body because they have an adverse effect. That's the science of toxicology. Thank you. Thank you. So let's go into those five toxic substances. You say that there's five specific ones we all have to be tested for. And how do we get tested for these toxic substances? And why do we need to know this? (laughs) Well, Dr. Suzanne, you know, the, the, uh, the whole science of toxicology is based on a premise that I need to get out for your listeners right away. It's the dose makes the poison. And what that means is that toxic substances can be safe at very low levels and very safe substances can be toxic at higher levels. So to say there's five specific things that uh, are toxic and that you should be uh, tested for them, you know, there's probably 500 of them. And the, the thing about it is it's all about the dose. It's all about how much the body has to endure over the time that you're having to endure that exposure. I like to call it a toxic insult, if you will. And Dr. Suzanne, I've spent 30 years uh, tracking human exposure to drug products and to chemicals and to microbials. So, you know, my specialty is really the the pharmaceutical industry and the drugs that uh, people find themselves on, uh, just lots and lots of drugs. And, you know, it's really what, what I tell people to regain the control of their health and wellness is that they have to find somebody who can go over their list of drug profiles that they're on and give them the time to do analysis to find out if they really need to be on those drugs anymore. Because... In the pharmaceutical industry, those drugs are prescribed to do one thing that's positive for somebody, but then they have that whole litany of side effects, Dr. Suzanne, and that list of side effects is what decreases people's, um, their, their quality of life. And so my practice, Superior Toxicology and Wellness, really focuses on getting people to look at their drug profiles and figure out why they're on all these drug products anymore and 
if they still need to be on those drug products. So, you know, the top five, as far as toxic, I mean, you named a lot of them, the lead, the gasoline, the pesticides. In addition to those, you have to have pharmaceuticals in that list. Pharmaceuticals are really good for one thing and bad for a lot of other things. And those side effects are what generates additional drug products going onto people's profiles. And polypharmacy, being on multiple drugs, is a bigger problem in the wellness industry than what people give it credit for. Wow. that's I'm so glad that your company actually works on that and looking at the side effects because so many patients of mine, and I shouldn't say so many because of some of them, I should say some of them have to have certain types of uh, drug therapy, but often they're on, they're on so many and the doctors do not communicate with each other. The pharmacist <laughs> does not yeah. give advice to the patient saying, hey, these two don't ma mix. I had a case really interesting. She's an elderly uh, woman, a mother of one of my patients, and he brought her to me because she was having kidney issues, kidney problems. And I, and I asked her, you know, we looked at all of her labs. She might have had kidney, um, you know, markers, blood markers, about five, six years. They were high. And I said, this is not normal. And then we discovered that when I looked at it, she was on a Prilosec. She was on a, um, a, a, a drug that reduces acid production in the stomach because she had reflux. Well, sure enough, that, yep. um, that drug itself for controlling acid reflux has, if you do it long term, it causes kidney disease. Crazy enough. It wrecks your kidneys. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. And that happens more often than you realize. And the, the, the problem that I see, and you as a physician know this so intimately, Doc, is that you don't have time to spend with your patients to go through every drug interaction and go through why they're on something that some other physician put them on. And it's just the, the medical system isn't set up to do that from a physician's point of view. Right. right. That's right. It, it, it's very, very difficult. So what you're saying is that at your um, at, at your company, you how do you figure that out? What do, what do you what do the people do? Do they? What do I yes. do? I can I can I can explain the process. Uh, it's actually called my hope program. And hope stands for health optimization prescription evaluation it's available on my website, superiordoxicology.com. Com. And what I do is anybody that's interested in this evaluation can hit my website, fill out that form, tell me the drugs they're on, why they're on them, how long they've been on them, the dose that they've been taking. And then my question for those folks is, what do you think these drugs are doing for you? And I get all kinds of questions or all kinds of symptoms or all kinds of effects in there. And then I take that information and I have a conversation with those folks if necessary to get more information. And I generate a very detailed pharmacological analysis of all the drugs they're on and whether or not they should still be on those drugs. And I give them questions to bring back to their healthcare providers so that the patient can be educated and ask the right questions of their physicians. And in some cases, I tell them, I say, you know, you were on this over the last 15 years. 
you needed to ask these questions, A, B, and C, and then challenge your doctor to prove to you that you still need this drug product. And in every single case of everybody that I've done this analysis for, we have increased the quality of life because uh, most of the time, the the doses are just increased. They're not getting an effect, and, and the body acts like a sponge. And it just soaks up extra drug product, extra drug product. It goes into extracellular space until there's no more room in the reservoirs. The, the adipose tissue, the fat cells are all jammed up with drug product. And then if there's any event that pushes extracellular fluids back into the vascular system, you're going to have a rush of drug product back into the system. And if I can and analyze people's drug profiles and give them the questions to ask their physicians to say, doc, Prove to me that I still need to be on this. And I tell you what, Doc, the drugs that I get most people off of include antidepressants, Prozac. It'll just tear you up. And the statins. The statins will destroy your body, the liver, the muscular system. You know this. I'm preaching to the choir here. But, but if you can get people off of antidepressants and off of statins, it's easy to do. It just takes baby steps to take them back their wellness. You know, you got to get them off the couch. You got to get them walking around the block. And the best thing you can do to get somebody off of an antidepressant is tell them to go out and buy a puppy. That is the best natural antidepressant on the earth. Well, I love what you're saying because there are so many different types of remedies. You know, remember that that patient I just talked to you about regarding the uh, Prilosec and getting her off of these drugs, and it changed her life. It took six months, though, because if you've been on a drug for that long period, of course, she did talk to her doctor first. That's what I always recommend. Ask that doctor is a way that we can wean her off of that so that we can start to implement natural remedies and natural food foods so that we can change yeah. her diet. She was just eating too much dairy. That's causing her this this reflux and burping a lot and a lot of gas in her in her gut. If and once we started it tears changing, it up. exactly changing the diet, we were able to get her off of that paralysis. And finally, within six months, her kidney her kidney markers completely went back to normal. That's like. They came back to life. Yes. It reversed the damage. Isn't that awesome? It's exactly. <laughs> it's, but that's what we, you know, yeah. we've got to do. I mean, so many people are out there right now. They have three to six, sometimes even eight different prescriptions at a time, you know, and there's yeah. one thing. I, the last, the last, yeah. sorry, the last evaluation I did, the lady was on 12 prescriptions and 24 supplements. Oh, and there were five therapeutic areas where she was duplicating her therapy, and she had four drug products that altered her brain chemistry. I mean, it's it's crazy that you, what you see. But as far as the diet, and I know we have a short interview, so I'm going to get this in there. The superior toxicology and wellness mantra for diets is eat half and mostly plants, and you're going to be better off in the long run. That's the wellness bullet for diet. Eat half and mostly plants and you'll be better off. That's great advice considering how much, you know, in America we eat like mega doses of everything. Our plates are huge. If yeah. you go to different countries, there's smaller portions, you know, much smaller portions. But yep. the reason why here in America we've got over, you know, 35 percent 
of our, our population are obese is because of that. We overeat. That's that's absolutely. absolutely true. You you passed something up very quickly that I really want to go back to. And you mentioned that chemicals and toxins, toxicants and prescription drugs and drugs itself, they get deposited in adipose tissue. I don't want to just you know go through that quickly. I really want us to revisit that and tell us why okay. does that happen? Why is it that our fat it's stores it? Okay, I, I can certainly hit on that. Uh, the, the adipose tissue body fat is what's considered a reservoir in the body. So you, if you think about the human body as various compartments, you have your GI tract as a compartment, you have your liver as a compartment, you have your, your lungs and your heart as in your blood vessels as a compartment, and all of these compartments talk to each other, but they're acting independently and the reservoirs of the body you the, the the fat cells are a huge reservoir for all kinds of things not just drug products but it's and it's all based on the biochemistry of the molecule as to whether it likes to be stored in fat or it likes to be stored in water-based environments and the water-based environment is all of the spaces in between people's cells it's called extracellular fluid and the fat is where the, the lipophilic, the lipid-loving compounds go, and the extracellular space is where the, the aqueous-loving or water-loving compounds go. So your body has a reservoir for whatever it's exposed to, and whatever it's exposed to is going to get on board if it's given a pathway of exposure, whether it's pharmaceutical products or whether it's something that comes out of the diet that you eat or something that's in the air that you breathe in because all of these compartments in your body are tied together with your blood system. And these molecules will go from your lungs to your blood, from your GI tract to your liver to your blood, and the blood takes it all over the body. And depending upon the biochemistry of whatever it is, and it's, then it'll go to fat, it'll go to extracellular fluid, sometimes it hangs out in the liver, sometimes it goes to the spleen, but your body has different buckets where it puts all of these different things, and your body is really friendly with everything that comes on board, and it doesn't want to get rid of it. For instance, let's say fluoride. Fluoride in the water likes to go around and bully calcium. Calcium is an ion that is uh, very important to muscle function and nerve function and blood vessel function. And fluoride will go around until it finds a calcium and it kicks out that calcium and it goes into where that calcium is and it holds on for the dear life. Very difficult to get rid of it. Fluoride You've been sold a bill of goods on that because it's good for your teeth, so let's put it in the water. Well, fluoride was a waste product from the Manhattan Project, and they had a pile of it. What can we do with it? Let's put it in water for teeth. Well, it's good up to a certain concentration, but after that, then it starts kicking out calcium. So that's an environmental exposure that your body stores. Same thing with different drug products. It can go into your fat and it just keeps going. And I did a, an evaluation for uh, one gentleman who was on an antidepressant. I don't remember the name of the drug, but it's also used for smoking cessation. And the, they weren't getting the antidepressive effects. So they just kept jacking up his dose, jacking up his dose, jacking up his dose. And then his, his body fat was so chocked full of this drug product that after he was uh, weaned of that drug product, his fat kept 
flooding his system with that drug product for another three months before they couldn't detect it anymore. And that's because it liked to be stored in fat, so that's where it went. And then whenever the blood levels went down, the fat released a little bit more. So as long as someone's taken another dose, it stores it. And then when it's gone, it kicks it back out into the bloodstream. And that's why it makes it very difficult to get off of these drug products, to get these drug products out of your system. It's like it's like when, when somebody um, likes to smoke marijuana. I had a colleague once that uh, got caught and arrested and got in trouble, and he had to take drug tests. He was such a chronic smoker of marijuana, it took him no less than six months of that stuff leaching out of every little pore of his body until he came up with a clean drug test. That really messed with his probation, but he was able to do it. It just shows you how much of a sponge the human body can be for illicit drugs, for pharmaceutical drugs, for environmental toxins, whether it's lead, whether it's the benzene coming out of the gas, whether it's the extra pesticides that, you know, you're using that Comet spray, you're using that 409 spray, you're using that Lysol. In every bit of those cleaners, you're inhaling them. They go from your lungs to your bloodstream to your buckets in your body. And the thing is, if your cells are healthy, you're going to be healthy. If your cells start to be unhealthy, that leads to disease. And each cell has a finite bucket of cellular defense mechanisms that all of these exposures hit. Every single exposure hits the same bucket of cellular defense mechanisms. The buzzwords there are glutathione. That's one of the biggest. And when your glutathione is depleted, then those chemical insults, regardless of where they come from, start hitting critical things like DNA or RNA or enzymes or proteins or other cellular machinery. And then when that happens, your cellular integrity begins to break down. And when you have unhealthy cells, it leads to unhealthy tissues. And when you have unhealthy tissues, it leads to unhealthy organs. And when you have unhealthy organs, it leads to unhealthy humans. So it's all a chain reaction, but it starts at the cellular level. Does that make sense? Very, very much so. And I got to tell you, you know, that whole um, idea, not idea, but what the the changes occur and the detoxing symptomatology from that adipose tissue, you know, basically spitting out some of the chemicals. It totally makes sense. But one thing that I know for sure, when people are losing weight, when you lose fat, like Leona, all of a sudden it's time for you to lose weight. You start sweating more and you start exercising more. Often you're going to get some of those toxins going into the bloodstream, just the way Joe is talking about. And you're not going to feel good. All the Isn't time. that right? That's right. And sometimes that is absolutely right. You're hundred yeah, percent correct. You even smell, you can smell the chemicals. Oh my gosh. The smell that can come out of yep. you is very, very uh, <laughs> strong. The one thing I want to ask you, you mentioned the word fluoride. Uh, to me, that's one of the, the toxins that nobody should be actually getting in fluoride the way we do, because now in majority of the cities in all across America, we have, we fluoridate. I'd like to ask you, um, it does bind to calcium, but what is it that you can do naturally? Is there something that we can take naturally or do physically to get that fluoride out of our body and out of our system? Well, it would have to take a chelating agent. And uh, what's that is it's a specialty supplement that uh, would target fluoride. And off the top of my head, I don't know exactly what it is, but 
if someone were to Google chelating agents that target fluoride, that would be the best place to start. And if I knew one that was fabulous, man, I would share it in a heartbeat. But there isn't any that are fabulous for going after fluoride because, I mean, it doesn't bind with calcium. It kicks calcium out from where calcium binds, and then it binds in where calcium was very much tighter. So that's the problem with fluoride. But uh, the, it's a chelating agent, and so that means that that's another chemical that you take to go in and specifically grab that fluoride and try to drag it out of your, your body. The best thing you can do is stop the exposure. And so what I do in my house, it's an easy, easy fix. I have what's called a zero water filter that I bought at any of the major big box stores for about 30 bucks, and it's a several-stage filter that takes fluoride out of the water along with a lot of other things. You know, so it's the zero water filter. It's better than a Brita, but the zero water will take that fluoride out of your water, and you can definitely taste the difference between the fridge carbon filter and the zero water filter if you do a side-by-side -side comparison. That's the easiest thing people can do to improve their water quality because there's a lot of stuff in water that your city will send you water and say, that's clean. You guys can drink that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I work in water quality as well. So, um, Zero water filter is one of the best things you can do. And then you just got to find uh, the the happy medium and the baby steps to start going back to take control of your wellness. And that's, you know, try to get off those drugs. Go to superiortoxicology.com, click on the hope buttons. I'm happy to help anybody that wants help in that arena. And then it's just, you know, eat half, mostly plants, raw foods. And that's going to be eye-opening when you start to cut back on the massive amounts of sugar and the processed foods that everybody reaches for because it's convenient. You know, instead of eating a bag of chips, make a salad for crying out loud. You know, and it's just little steps like that that get you into a better space. And then once you're in that better space, then you start taking a little bit more steps and it's, it's not an overnight process. It took you years to get where you are right now. It's going to take you years to come back, but it's a process and you have to take the first few steps. Mm, thank you. Uh, you know, what I use is an, is a uh, reverse osmosis unit and it's, it's, you can have the one that's under the sink or you can have the countertop. And basically what that does is it takes everything out. And it sounds to me, it's similar to what you're talking about as well. Absolutely. Thing, that's a good one. Um, you know, regarding the fluoride, I did a little research and I saw that boron, boron might actually help getting the fluoride out. It's like a com competitive mineral. And then that's perfect. As you talk about the half, you know, half of your food being, um, excuse me, eating half, but eating mostly plants. Um, people want, I want people to understand that the plant food, what it has are enzymes and vitamins and minerals and trace minerals and antioxidants. These are all uh, ingredients that's going to help you get rid of those toxins out of your body and improve the cellular metabolism. And then what that means is that you have, you're going to upregulate your ability to get those, those um, chemicals out and improve the energy level in your system. One yep. thing that I want to ask you, Joe, is this. Um, you mentioned about glutathione. Um, there's some people genetically, they just don't make enough glutathione. And That's genetically, true. like for myself, 
I've got the PON1 gene and I've got double markers there, which means I've got PON1, it, it's, um, it's a gene that is important for pesticide exposure, uh, you know, getting rid of pesticides so I don't break down pesticides as well. Um, do you look at that at all, looking at the genetic components? I don't do any genetic analysis, but uh, it's good that if you know that, because if, if you don't have enough glutathione, you need to be supplementing your diet with carbon-60, because that's the, that's the other antioxidant that, that I hang my hat on, my PhD, my entire career in toxicology. Oxidative stress will kill somebody faster than anything else on earth. And it's just oxidative stress leads to chronic inflammation. Chronic inflammation leads to disease state. And if you don't have enough glutathione naturally in your cells, you need to supplement it with carbon 60. The one I love is from livelongerlabs.com. And those guys are the best. I have a review of their product online. Carbon 60 will absolutely fill the void of not enough glutathione. It refills your cellular buckets for defense mechanisms and it helps with all of the inflammation and it helps with all of the oxidative stress and where glutathione is a biochemical reaction carbon 60 is a chemical reaction and it picks up um, what it needs from your cellular environment and it regenerates as it's squelching all that oxidative stress and oxidative stress is really the trigger to aging you probably know that but the uh, Every single disease condition can be traced back to an oxidative stress-related mechanism. And if you can take care of oxidative stress, then you're going to be much better off. You're going to, your health and wellness is going to improve. And all of the different steps that you take to regain your, your wellness is going to be that much easier because you're taking care of the problems that are the primary focus of your body. If your body doesn't have to firefight against oxidative stress because you're taking carbon 60, C60 complete, then what you need, the, your, your body's going to find it has a whole host of other resources to do what it needs to do, and it's designed to heal. So your body is going to heal where it needs to heal, whether it's liver, whether it's lungs, whether it's, it's blood vessels, whether it's heart, or whether it's how it handles sugar and diabetes. It's going to do those things because it doesn't have to spend those resources fighting oxidative stress. I mean, we could do a whole show on oxidative stress. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to have you back on that one for sure because there's so much we can talk about. I mean, uh, oxidative stress is you're absolutely right that it is the marker for inflammation. There's so much more that we can share about. I mean, there's certain school of thought is too much. I mean, there, we need certain amounts of oxidative stress for that redox uh, equation to occur, but right. we can definitely dive into that the next time. Tell us more about um, how we can find more about your information, uh, where you're at, website, and, sure. uh, and just give, give us a little bit more, more about what your, your background is there. Okay. Um, people can find me, Dr. Joe, at uh, superiortoxicology.com. And you can find the HOPE program just by Googling Dr. Joe for HOPE. It'll come up. It'll take you back to the website, superiortoxicology.com. And then the other product I mentioned is also on that website. You'll find it, the uh, C60 Complete from Live Longer Labs. And again, I have a PhD in toxicology. I've been dealing with uh, human exposure for um, 30 years to uh, drug products and chemicals and to microbials. So that's me. I've always looked for a better way that's healthier for the folks that have to do those exposures. I look for the best, healthiest way for them to endure those. 
Thanks, Joe. This was all awesome. And I'm going to have to have you back also to talk about toxicology and microbials because I talk a lot about bugs and, and the microbiome. And I think you could probably have a lot of information to, to help us and share with us with that. Happy to do that for you. Thank you, Dr. Joe. Awesome information. Have a good weekend. Thanks, you too. Awesome. Great information. Gosh, do share the show. I know you've learned a great deal here. It will change your life for the better. If any one of your family members are on a lot of prescription drugs or even, you know, the drugs that, that you get at the regular drugstore uh, over the counters, it's really important that everyone knows that whether it's going to help them or not or causing some side effect. So definitely take a look at uh, Dr. Joe's website, superiortoxicology.com. Please subscribe if you haven't already so we can continue to do our very best here on Wellness for Life. Until next time, go out there and live your best life today full of energy, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.